Welcome to Patriots Nation UK, brought to you by me, your host, Matt Inkstar. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome to episode 32 of Patriots Nation UK. I am your host, at Matt Inkster on Twitter. You can find the pod at Pat's Nation Pod. You- Pat's Nation UK pod, sorry about that, and um, PatriotsNationUK.com is the website you will find our written work on there. Um, Nick is not joining me with this one, he has got some family business to attend to, um, picking up his sister or something like that, Um, but instead I have been joined by a special guest from the UK Cowboy Supporters Group. um, I think we should give a warm, possibly very freezy cold Patch Nation, welcome to Brian. How's it going, Brian? Hey, Matthew, how are things? How are you getting on? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, just as you'll hear my voice, I've been battling a cold past couple of days. The, yeah. the little one goes to nursery, and I think we, we blame it on that quite a lot with it. <laughs> the germazoids in that um, vicinity, neck of the woods. So um, if I'm sounding a bit rough, it's not because I was drinking up until all hours last night or over the weekend watching the <laughs> the Pats struggle to a 17-10 victory over your divisional rivals. It's because of the, the cold. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely say it's something to do with the New England and I, I wouldn't say he struggled over the line against the, the those Sheagles now at all. <laughs> I, think, I think it was a bit of a more of a defensive masterclass and you had definitely had uh, the Eagles number. Well, it was... Um, you know, a bit, a bit of a fright to go ten, ten zip down. But I was never worried. It wasn't like it was the the Ravens we were facing. I wasn't expecting a, a landslide after that. Uh, yeah. I was quite happy for, for us to pick away and, um, as myself and Nick talked about in our review podcast of that, that, you know, and what what I think we'll get into as well as our red zone offenses. Not the greatest right now, and so but being the positions that we were in, and the defense giving us good field position, but to be only coming away with field goals at the time is just yeah. so frustrating to watch right now. And I know it's it's kind of I, I can't think of the word, but you know, to be nine and one and still sitting here bitching and moaning and complaining about such things, it's a bit of a a, a rocky pedestal to be sitting on. I think. <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd rather be nine and one and bitching than being six and four and going, why the hell is my team not nine and one? So I definitely. Well, exactly. The wins in the bank definitely help. <laughs> yeah, so I think well, with that being said, I think we'll get into it. And I wanted to ask you, Brian, um, how did how how have you find the season so far with uh, going from you know training camp and preseason into the actual season itself of the uh, um, Tony Pollard is a standout rookie in, yeah. in my eyes from the limited time I've seen the Cowboys. But how have you seen it so far today? I, I, I think kind of from what we were we were seeing and what we were hearing and what we, we spoke with the uh, Cowboys media team was all reports coming out of the training camp where things were going very, very well. That, you know, Dak had, had John Kitten in as his new quarterback coach. They were liking what's happening with Kellen Moore. Um as you say, they were looking to get Tony Pollard involved, and obviously with Zeke holding out until the se- just when the season started, it gave him a lot of opportunity. Um, 
I think once the season started and it, it, it I think we, we ended up with three easy games to start with the Giants, uh, the Dolphins and the Redskins. I mean, they were cannon <laughs> fodder and, you know, we put them to the sword. Like everything in Cowboys Nation, we um, we got we, we were already talking about Super Bowls, and um, we're we're soundly brought that back down to earth by the Jets in Week Four. Um, you know, we we just let them get out of a huge lead, um, and you know, it 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 just kind of set the tone for the typical typical Cowboys mode this season. We've given up a lot of early leads. Um, I had to chase games. Dax had to perform magic to get us back into get some games. And uh, I, as I said, you know, we could be nine and one. We could be four and six. You know, it's it's just typical Cowboys. There's just no consistency to us um, mm. and how we're performing. Um, again, as you were saying about Tony Pollard, like one of the stats that we've seen since since the weekend is when. Pollard has more than 15 touches in a game. We we've, we're six and zero when he's not. When he's had less than oh, that, wow. we're zero and four. You know, but with falling behind so early, so often, you're, you're restricted in what you can do with um, with Tony Pollard. So so it's it's about trying to establish a lead and then try and get Pollard involved. Hmm. Um. I've I've seen bits of the the highlights really the the YouTube highlights more than anything of the the game from Sunday. It seemed like a quite convincing performance, but with um, Matt Stafford not being there, I was surprised at how much your your D actually let up. Was that yeah. something that was a, a concern? Seeing um, you know the the Lions put up so many points, especially. It, it, it has been, and a lot of people have said, you know, like, if you had had Matthew Stafford in that game, you were staring down the barrel of a loss, because this all kind of stems back to our divisional round loss to the Rams in the playoffs last year. Rams carved us up for over 200 yards, and it's it's kind of led to a lot of pressure on the, on the defense itself. You know, we're lacking a run stuffer in the middle, and that's kind of opening up everything on the back end of the of the defense. Um, you know, we picked up Michael Bennett off yourselves there a couple of weeks ago, but he's more of a, you know, defensive end that you rotate in. And it's the lack of the lack of a true run stuffer has left us with running backs getting down the hill on us. Like Aaron Jones took us for four touchdowns um, mm-hmm. and nearly 150 yards. We've given up a lot of yards to what I would say are probably not elite running backs, you know, um, and that led to, you know, running backs are getting downhill on Van Der Esch and on uh, um, Jalen Smith and Sean Lee, and they're, you know, they're they're up ahead of steam and they're they're trying to they're they're getting a chance to bowl them over. Whereas those guys last year were wrapping everybody up, and the way our defense is playing is it's it's kind of very much the opposite of yourselves. They're playing very soft. They're playing off. They're giving they're giving guys ten to twelve yards of space, and trying to trying to close it down. So you know teams teams are getting a chance to to pass the ball, and we're not we're not you know I think our turnover differential is is in minus figures at this stage, you know for interceptions, fumbles, and that kind of stuff. You know so we're not creating a lot on defense. 
No, it's uh, something that we've obviously been quite good at this year. I mean, a lot of critics will say that we've not faced the best of teams to date, um, apart from the Ravens, obviously, and we all know how that went. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always something, I guess, that as fans and analysts and pundits, etc., I like all like to look at. And as I was um, saying to you about the the Eagles at the weekend, you know, our defense played well, put us in good field position, um, but we couldn't capitalize on it. Whereas from what I've seen of you guys, you're doing the complete opposite. You're starting quite far back in your own territory yeah. and building drives and, you know, almost having to, to force the points out because your your D's not been up to the standard, really, which is uh, yeah. such a turn of events from from last year, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it, it is. And, like, the startling thing, I think, going into the weekend, I think our defence was ranked seventh, the seventh best de- defence in the league. I was I was stunned by that, I'll be, I'll be honest <laughs> and say, because a lot of teams have had great success against us, so... Mm-hmm. We seem to be doing something right, but um, you know it's yeah definitely the lack of the lack of turnovers has left us with very very long fields, and you know I think as I say that 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 allowance of us in the passing game has allowed teams to you know make yards and make yards quickly. Um, you know Aaron Rodgers carved us asunder at times in the in the Packers game, like Sam Darn Sam Darnold who'd been having I think he was averaging hundred and fifty yards a game, we gave him nearly three hundred yards. You oh, know wow. made 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 him look like a superstar, do you know? Yeah. Um you know the week after he was seeing ghosts in the pocket when I believe they played <laughs> you guys. Do you know? So yeah that that's kinda that's kinda a strange thing to say, you know, that our defense is ranked seventh best in the league, and you know we couldn't we couldn't pressurize Sam Darnold, but you guys a week later had him seeing ghosts. Just yeah, it's defense to us at all. If you gave me the option of picking up the Cowboys' um, defense and fantasy, then I wouldn't be snapping your hand off to take it. But mm-hmm. if they're ranked seventh, then you know they're obviously racking up points somewhere. So, in yeah. in, ter- in fancy terms and. I felt bad for Darnold after the the seeing ghosts comment. He was kind of hung out to dry, really, yeah. with it because afterwards, you know, letting the dust settle, so to speak. The it was listen a few people in podcasts and such like they they all kind of agreed that it's a common um, quarterback phrase that they use yeah. when they think you know they they're seeing a run route or something that that's where their teammates meant to be yeah. and they're not actually there. And the NFL kind of just hung them out to dry because it, it seemed so comical because they were just getting ripped to shreds by RD in general and yeah. you know two and two made five unfortunately for him in that instance I think absolutely but with um with, with your um you talked about an elite running back or elite running backs you've obviously got one of those yourself yeah and uh, Zeke um firstly I wanted to ask you on your uh, point of view and opinion on the actual contract that he received was it a bit of a shock that he he got such a big contract or was it something you was expecting uh, no it uh, i think we all expected he was gonna get what the contract he got and i think the way the contract has been structured is you know i think he gets 50 million in his first two seasons and then at you know, after that he has to be on the roster the fifth day of the season so there's a lot of 
built in on the back end that we can we can cut them and it's not gonna cost us a lot of money for it so Mm -hmm. like i think as uh, as cowboys fans we were used to years and years of situations where we had nothing in cap space at all and um you know you were having to go you were you were bargain basement shopping whereas now i think with zeke you gave him the contract that he wanted you don't take a guy like that fourth overall you don't build an offensive line like we have with effectively four first rounders because lyle collins is a first round talent yeah Um, and build a line like that if you're not going to go to the run you know i like we 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 tried saying oh anyone can run behind that line but Darren McFadden went for a year. He went for a thousand yards, but I think he only had something like three touchdowns in the year. So, you mm-hmm. know, when when you have an elite running back like Ezekiel Elliott, a uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, you pay those guys. You pay them damn well. Yeah, the, the the off off topic slightly. I think the Rams are unfortunately paying for it. Uh, the, the the amount that they've paid Gurley, and he's just not produced. Yeah since unfortunately for for them but um with so you've as i say we've touched on zeke and we've obviously touched on pollard as well yeah myself and nick are of an agreement it might be a different opinion other um pats fans but we're in agreement that our run defense really needs to step up and especially the next three weeks we've got yourselves the texans and chiefs um coming up so you know maybe if Lamar Miller was healthy, they, they might have a better running game than they do, but Johnson and Hyde are performing substantially better than a lot of people think maybe yeah. had them down for. But back to the actual Cowboys, in your opinion, do you think that's somewhere that um, you can see the, the team attacking and actually get, gaining some success over the course of the game on Sunday? I, I think it's going to depend on how the game itself starts. You know, like... And he's, I, I do most of the pregame shows on our side. And our one thing that we consistently say is we want to win the toss, establish the run. And if you can establish the run, then you can you can win the game. Whereas most of this season, we've gotten behind early. So you've had to abandon the run anyway, you know, mm-hmm. and, th- and throw it. But I mean... I think that's something we need to we need to try and try and exploit on Sunday is the try and try and get at the defensive line first and foremost get our guys opening up the gaps for Zeke or Tony Pollard to run through because um, I think our offensive line this year has not played to the standard they are used to um, like I think Zach Martin is the best guard in football. And he's come out and said, this has been the worst season I've played since before I was in college. You know, <laughs> so I think a lot a lot of those boys are quite peeved off. And it's it, it, it'll take a game like playing the Patriots. It, I was thinking about this on the way home and I was kind of going, this game has a lot of similarities to when we played the Saints last year. And, um, you know... The, no one gave us a chance against the Saints, and everybody stepped up in that game. And this is it, it, it is of a similar ilk. You know, you're, you have the reigning Super Bowl champions, everyone's writing you off, and it's just, it could be a typical Cowboys performance that everyone will play and will step up. 
the offensive line will have could have their best game of the year. Hmm. As I say, it's a, a concern of mine definitely, and um, you know, you've you've got Zeke who can power through and just bowl guys over as well as do some cuts and runs, and um, Pollard's a, a change of pace back who mm-hmm. was who, as you say, if he gets the touches and uh, gets the game time, then more often than not, then you're actually winning games. Looking at Dak, um, he's on course for a huge season in terms of throwing yards, which has yeah. put him in an MVP candidate position. Um, myself and Nick, we've, well, I said to Nick that I don't really go for the whole MVP thing so much yeah. anymore because, you know, a win's a win at the end of the day. We we struggled through and against a, a poor Eagles team on Sunday, but... You know we're nine and one. You can't complain. Of people say Brady's regressed, and maybe he has, and maybe it's down the line or whatever it might be. But yeah. that, having said that, you know Dak has played a lot more to what the Cowboys seen in him when he was first drafted this season, and what he has done in previous seasons. Yeah. I think anyway. Um, what I was going to ask you as as well about. Um, Amari Cooper, what actually happened to him? Was it an injury or something he went out with, or he just wasn't it's, feeling it on Sunday? Or it's it's an injury that he's been carrying more or less the whole year. Um, he's been he's been running on a bad foot. Okay. And he has. He, I think he's been taking injections before the game, and it's it's being managed like he's. If you look at the the injury reports during the week, it's very much he's limited, limited, limited. He participates on a Friday in a kind of a run through rather than a full on practice, and mm-hmm. then it's, it's game time decisions. But I think just the fact that teams are seeing a Mary Cooper on the field and have seen in multiple games with the Cowboys what he can do, um, it, it you know it kind of it opens up the game for other players like. Last weekend, we had Michael Gallup and Randall Cobb, who both went for over 100 yards, you know, and and a couple of touchdowns or touchdowns each. And it was just that like that, Cooper was drawing the attention away from 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 those two guys, you know, and yeah. the bases were open. So, I mean, I think if you kind of take Amari Cooper out, the guy who would replace him would be Devin Smith because mm-hmm. he's a speedster. But most teams are not gonna they're not gonna key off a of Devin Smith because they're going like who who is he? Do you know? And he's he's, he's yeah. not proven anything in the league. Like the guy is a damn fast player. He can catch footballs. And he showed that in the in the in the second game. You know, he he torched Josh Norman for fifty yards. But just the presence of Cooper being on the field is what we need. And like that, when he's having those games he had at the weekend, it's it's those kind of situations show his um, importance to the team. Yeah, if you if you're taking him in double and triple coverage, it's obviously there's not enough guys to go around yeah. the other players on the team. So then you've it does open up for likes of Cobb and Gallup, and yeah, that was certainly proven on Sunday for sure. I just wasn't sure because I've seen, as I say, I've, I've watched the the highlights and I've seen the box score and I was just kind of like, yeah. what? Well, actually, I just I think it was maybe one cat jihad or something like that, was it? Yeah, it was um, very few. But I was impressed with Cobb. It had been said and um, 
fantasy terms and such like you know get him in your lineup and I did I picked him up where I could so I was quite <laughs> yeah. quite pleased with that one uh, I wasn't so sure that Gallup was actually going to have such a big game as he has but I've been high on him since um pre-season he was yeah. one person I wanted to pick up in quite a lot of leagues when I was drafting at the time yeah. uh, in August um can you see as well as the the run maybe being a hindrance to us on Sunday can you see the the passing game and um, developing and actually causing us a few issues as well. It will cause issue. I, I see. This is the thing we have to be careful with. With the way the secondary is playing for the Patriots, you have to kind of pick your poison. You know, we can we can go what we know with the run game, establish that, and hope to have a lot of success. Or you can start, you know, throwing it about if we're if we're down. And then you're kind of it meet and it's meet and drink to the Patriots secondary when teams are throwing the ball around, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if they've they've the highest defensive scoring this season, you know. And you you don't you don't want to go and do that if you don't have to. So I would say this is going to be more of a smash mouth game. It's going to be in the trenches, and it's going to be a lot of long drives. Mm. Something that Tony Romo picked up in the broadcast on Sunday that the Eagles didn't exploit was between the line and the secondary where the um, Jason McCourty sort of sits as the one of the safeties. There's a kind of soft, sweet spot, just yeah. maybe five to ten yards past the line. I'm, I wonder if that's something that the the Cowboys might pick up on, whether it be Zeke or Pollard that kind of you know maybe does a yeah. chip block and then comes out in the open just in that soft spot behind the line because the the Eagles should have really exploited that and Sunday yeah. and just didn't for whatever reason so it's apart from the run game that's kind of the the area that I'll be looking at to see how that goes. Um, see, that that and, would probably be an area where we'd probably try and use the tight ends. Okay. Is that is we try and try and stretch the field vertically and then like that allow Jason Witten or probably Blake Jarwin to get into that spot because once Jarwin kind of gets a little bit of space he's gone. Mm-hmm. He's 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 very good receiving tight end and can can burn teams when he's when he's in space like that and a lot of teams have left him in space like he carved up the Giants for three touchdowns at the end of last season played the Giants at the start of the season he did it again and I think he also got one when we played the Giants in Meadowlands a couple of weeks ago you know you're kind of going like can you not learn this is what the guy is going to do (laughs) it's uh it's like uh soccer some of the time there are just certain players that love scoring against certain teams isn't there yeah that's it but the um the see this is why I like um getting on guests like yourself you know your team inside yeah. out better than we obviously do we can only have a sort of outside in perspective and you know as I say I would have picked up on maybe Zeke or Paul are being the one to sort of pick up in that area but it's yeah. great so now that's something else I'll watch for and yeah. on Sunday whether it's uh, Witten or Jarwin that can maybe pick up in that area of the field and flipping it on the opposite sides um, we kind of touched on it earlier but I just wanted to come back to it for a little bit was our offense isn't firing all cylinders is it in in general, is it something that you're concerned about? Um, I know Brady's Brady, and yeah, if everyone will always have a concern about him. But in general, if, from what you've seen of us, uh, 
offensively maybe in the last few weeks or over the course of the season where where do you think that our offense can hurt you guys i um, like i was I, I was kind of looking at the the stats before i before we went on this call and like i brady has just 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 over two and a half thousand yards this year so which is lower than he's normally used to um, Sony Michelle is, I think he has 500, just over 500 yards. But you're kind of going, and and this is taking it back to that whole Cowboys inconsistency is what's going to happen? Something normally happens, and it could be a case of Sony Michelle will go right if I can get myself between the defensive tackles for the Cowboys, I could be I could be home and hosed. And that that's what I would I would kind of expect to see the um the Patriots trying to do is get it up the middle and and open the holes there. Like uh, like in terms of Brady, like I think he's he's I I do agree with you, I think he has regressed, but I mean to be fair, the guy is forty one, closing in rapidly on forty two and you know, I'm not that far behind him in years and I'd love to be able to see what he's doing. But I think he's given the. I think the line has been given up a lot more sacks this year. Again, I think they've they've given up something like sixteen sacks. Um, yeah, it's not been great. It's not, it's not been great, and I think like I think you've been very unlucky with Isaiah Win mm-hmm. out injured again. Like I, when when he was drafted two years ago, like or well, what is eighteen months ago, but effectively two. Seasons. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But um, you know, like we we were hoping we could maybe pick him up in the second or something like that, and it was a great move by the Patriots to pick him up when they did, because mm. I think I think he's potentially one of the next special left tackles, and that's that's a guy who's going to anchor down that side of things. Um, but definitely, Sony Michelle is probably your your main weapon this weekend, and try and try and exploit us there. I hope so because to date Michelle's been really poor this season. He's um he's it's only maybe the, in the last two or three games he's actually managed to get yards after contact. I think for the first half a dozen or so games of the season he just came up against a brick wall. He just couldn't get anything. Whereas yeah. we've obviously talked about Zeke already that. He can just bowl through players, and we saw uh, in the Ravens game with Ingram and uh, Gus Edwards, they were bowling through players, and yeah. it's kind of it's kind of limited what we've what we've done. Unfortunately, Rex Burkhead's come in when he's been fit, but he's not really done that much in comparison to what you know he was doing in the playoffs last season. Yeah, James White is definitively pretty much a pass catching back, and that that was our issue last season was. That you know, if Michelle's in the game, you know that they're running up the gut. If mm. White's in the game, it's going to be an RPO pass catching type play of some sort. Um, and we've seen that a couple of times this year. White's caught a couple of brilliant fade over the shoulder um, catches. So I'm hoping that what you're saying there is right because we need Michelle and the running game in general to kick on at some point. Mm. And you're Defence has been quite weak against the run, as we've discussed. Yeah. So, hopefully, in, in that instance, yeah, that we can do that. I really want Harry to now get bedded in the team and do well. Yeah. Sanu had an absolute shocker last weekend. It's two catches for four yards. 
from yeah. you know he was a shining light in the Ravens game. It wasn't the greatest performance overall, but you know he was someone that had come into the team in a short space of time. I think it was ten days or so he maybe had at the time, and he seemed to be picking up the playbook pretty quickly. And he was you know good in the interviews and the, the locker room and such like. And again to pick up on what you've said, where um, when myself and Nick have discussed this earlier this week that I don't really like and we don't really like that a lot of people are seem to pin in the, se- the season's hopes on him that yeah. Newhouse came in, he was serviceable he seemed to be getting better and now all of a sudden he's slow, he's cumbersome he, I don't want to see him in that line again, luckily yeah. enough when has been activated this week and it looks like he will be playing on yeah. Sunday against you guys and then Fingers crossed that's him. He's in till now until, well, yeah. possibly Miami will wait and see. <laughs> yeah. It's, sadly, it's, or unsadly, it's always the expectation as a Patriots fan. And I guess partly the, an expectation of you guys, really. I mean, the, obviously your history is yeah. almost second to none, really, especially 20 or so years ago then. Or maybe 25 years ago, I guess. Yeah, also uh, to 25. <laughs> Excuse me, but yeah, you know what I mean. If I, if, I really hope the running game is where I think we should be kicking on yeah. um, this weekend going forward. And uh, I think the passing game will come good, providing when is the saviour of all that everyone is heralding him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for the guy. He's got a lot on his shoulders coming into this weekend and I just hope he can handle the expectation of it. Being, you know, first rounder and instant upgrade on new house is what everyone's saying, which he is. But I mean, it's only a game and a half he's played, and yeah. since he was drafted, so you can't. It's not a big sample size, really, is it? Yeah, it's it's uh, like it's something I would definitely be expecting the the defensive ends is to try and go after win and. Um, you know, try try and get pressure on him. As you say, if he's only played one and a half games in in the guts of two seasons, it's something you should be targeting, mm-hmm. um, and try and try try and get at him. But you know, any 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 time I watched him in college, he just college just looked easy to him. He just yeah. looked like a guy that you know he 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 looked bored at times. He was it was that <laughs> easy for him. So you know. You, you never know what the step up is going to be like from someone that won't into the paid ranks. So, you, you you know, for your own sake, yeah, you definitely hope he, he, he performs. As a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping he doesn't perform on Sunday, but he performs <laughs> after that. Yeah, fair play. I'll, get, I'll give you that one. And um, just before we wrap up here, Brian, um, a new feature we've started here in Patriots Nation UK podcast for the second half of the season is... The quarterback sneak. Um, it's a concept that we've developed that basically, if you were putting a pound bet on, you'd be looking at a long shot odds of 20, 30 to 1 plus. Um, last week, I went with Sanu over 100 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Nick yeah. went, I think Nick went two Har- Nikhil Harry touchdowns. You know, you get the gist. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
I'm asking you basically, what do you think your quarterback sneak prediction would be for this week? For this week, oh, Michael Gallup to have two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go. As I say, it's a long shot. It might probably never happen. But I'm gonna go Sony Michelle a hundred yards and two touchdowns. I I definitely say 100 yards. Yeah, the, the second touchdown I'm not sure on, but I I'd say <laughs> that's I'd say that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, well, well, we'll see. As I say, our running game has been a bit um, temperamental, shall we say this this year. So um, as we've discussed, I hope it kicks on, and I'm going to go Sony Michelle over 100 yards and two touchdowns as my quarterback sneak for this week. <laughs> and the last question for yourself, Brian. Um, Score prediction. What what are you thinking? Twenty seven twenty-four. Ooh. Field yeah. goal of a difference. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, now most weeks I end up uh, apart from I think the Ravens one, I actually put that within about field goal, which was completely wrong. <laughs> um, um Zeke is too good to not get a touchdown. Yeah. Our run defense just isn't isn't up to his standards, unfortunately. Um, I don't think, unless I'm proved wrong at the weekend. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go 28-21. Right. Um, within a score. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. I think uh, our defence is good, but they have to sort of fade at some point now and again during the season, but not to the drastic extent that the Ravens game was. I think you can yeah. maybe get some points this weekend. And um, 28-21, that's what I'm going to go with. Mm, very good. So um, before I let you get out of here, Brian, um, the floor is yours, my friend. Um you're welcome to come back on next week for whether you can stomach the defeat or, or not and vice versa. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I'd say 27, 24 to the Cowboys. So, you know, I, I, I oh, do see oh, all oh, right. Okay. You weren't, uh, you weren't specific. You just said 27, 24. <laughs> no, so, by all well, means, if you, um, regardless of the score, um, I mean, we're here every week. We will, we'll chat Patriots uh, and, Cowboys in the next week or so with anyone that'll have us. So, uh, by all means, uh, you're welcome to come back on next week. And where can people find you online on the internet? Where can people find the fans group? So we're we're pretty much the same as yourselves. We're on we're on Twitter, so it's at UK Cowboys Fans. Um, we have our own YouTube channel where our own podcast is up on. So if you just type type in UK Cowboys TV, you should be able to find us there. We have our own Facebook group. I think we're on Instagram as well. So you'll be able to find us there. And I'm sure like that, the banter between us on um, Sunday is going to be, it's going to be quite enjoyable with the back and forth. And, uh, you know, whatever, however it goes, as long as we get a good game and enjoyable game, you know, we're we're all going to have a good time. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be, if you're a neutral, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Um, uh, Worth staying up to, the back of midnight to see see the conclusion of it. That's for sure. Um, 
I I like the I said this to I think on the pod last week. I I like these um, game times because it's bath time with and bedtime with a little one for the six o'clock kickoff. So yeah. by the, you know back of nine at night, I'm able to sit down and settle in and and watch the game in full. So I'm quite glad that. We get a lot of the later kickoffs. Uh, the the one o'clock games aren't so fun, but these ones especially are. You can still get to your bed and get a decent sleep at the end of this. That's for sure. No, that's it. That those 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 one o'clock games are just they're, they're killers. And for some reason, we seem to get put in at least four of them a year, which is just yeah. horrific. Do you know? Yeah, no other it, feeling. It, it, it's it's the same for yourselves. You know, like I mean. You might as well say America's team A and B with with the Giants or with the Cowboys and the Patriots. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always a prime time show, but it, it it doesn't do great for your Monday morning or uh, Tuesday morning appetite. No, that's for sure. And um, so, well, thanks very much, Brian, for coming on. I say the the invite is there for next week. Um, Absolutely. As I always like breaking down the game with the the opposition as well. We've had a couple of the guys. Um, come back on the following week and give us their thoughts because it's always good to get the opposite side of the, the perspective as well so just before we go just the usual housekeeping guys um rate review and subscribe i have been your host at matt inkster you'll find my co-host um nick at the underscore panic the pod can be found at pats nation uk pod on twitter we have the PatriotsNationUK.com for the written work uh, Facebook page you'll find it PatriotsNationUK um, no Instagram for us um, as yet that's to be decided at a later date but uh, until after the weekend with the Cowboys game guys um, just remember do your job as there are no days off